Welcome everyone to the Answer Podcast. I am your host, Bo. And I'm your host, Bo. No, that's uh, not a repeat. We have two Bo's on the, the show. Uh, I'm Bowman Val. And I'm Bo Felch. And uh, what the Answer Podcast is, is where we take everyday questions and we find everyday answers and we add the Bible to it, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, just looking for uh, the answers found in Scripture to everyday questions, like you said. Yeah, so join us on the 10th and the 20th of every month. And if you have your questions or if you have questions of your own anyways, send them to findtheanswerpodcast at gmail.com and we'll get them answered for you as soon as possible. back for our next question but before we start brother how you been been great man we just got done with our last night of vbs yeah. uh, so glad uh, it was a lot of fun um just enjoyed it you know getting to connect with some kids being the youth director and just kind of getting to be in charge of the games i'm the fun part of vbs every year and so it's one of those things that uh, i really enjoy because i think the the kids obviously are always looking forward to the games and so just giving them an opportunity to uh, let loose and you know tonight we had a water slide and just uh, had fun everyone got wet uh, it was a good time yeah and I mean the injuries we had were minor you know yeah uh, you're were, you were the only one that caused one I so. did I did cause an injury for those listening I did uh, I, I I went down the slip and slide thinking you know why not I, I'm the pastor I might as well teach these kids a lesson right let's do this no and then a kid decided it'd be fun to step in front of me and he proceeded to flip over me. Yeah, yeah that it was, was pretty intense. It was it, it was fun to watch though. Yeah, and we got action shots. Yeah, I mean that's it, what matters. That the kid was true. fine. Yeah, only a little bit of blood. It was great, but uh, it washed off. Yeah, it washed off, and he was good. He was good, <laughs> but uh, man, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been, yeah. It, it feels but, like it's been like three weeks. I know. I was just thinking about that uh, today. I was like, man, it feels like there's been a long break, but you know, it's just been our standard uh, ten days or so. so. Yeah, and. I say three weeks. It might have been three weeks. I don't know. It feels like it's been a long time. Three weeks isn't very long, I guess. Yeah. No, you're right. But today we're going to tackle one that's uh, a little more in-depth, but really it's it's still surface level. Mm -hmm. And that is why, as Christian educators, as Christian teachers, do we teach the doctrine of the Trinity? Yeah. I think that this is one of those things that uh, when we look at it, the word Trinity, that's kind of when we were talking about what we wanted to talk about with this. Um, specifically, what we're kind of going to cover is how the word Trinity isn't found in Scripture, yet every Christian or pastor, youth pastor, children's director, whatever it is, always say this word Trinity, and everyone instantly knows what you're talking about, yet it's not, that word's not found in Scripture. So that's what we're going to talk about, like, why do we use that word? Right. Yeah. We're not going to diagnose what the Trinity is, you know, each individual section and then bring it all together. Yeah. No. Realistically, we could do that. We probably will at some point, but it all is going to fall down to the idea that as humans, we can't comprehend the Trinity. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a really funny video that uh, explains this really well on YouTube. It's called St. Patrick's Bad Analogies by a channel called Lutheran Satire. And uh, 
it's it's funny. Like if you have a you know like a if you find Christian humor to be funny, you'll really enjoy it uh, and actually learn something at the same time. Like it's actually really funny because if someone ever has a question about the Trinity, generally I just send them that video. I'm like, here, just watch this because it's gonna explain it way better than I can. Yeah, and 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 that's how he brought this question to me. Showed me the video and it is great. Yeah, it it is, and it's dry humor. You yes. have to be willing to laugh at something that's dumb. You have to realize that it is a joke, but at the same time, they're actually correct in what they're saying. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're making fun of it, but they're uh, not in a bad way. Right, they're doing it to teach and yes. to, to grow, and I I think it's really great. Uh, wish I'd have thought of it honestly, because yeah, because right. it's a great idea. Yeah, but absolutely. So. To, to start truthfully talking about the Trinity, why we teach the doctrine of the Trinity, I think it is important to establish each part of the Trinity. So we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yep. Um, and, you know, we were talking about scripture that we can use. And I think the reality is that I can give scripture all day long, right? I, I, I'm really good at finding scripture or Google's really good at finding scripture more, <laughs> but I want to talk more about the, the text as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. Because 2 Corinthians 3.17, right? We talked about it before. It says, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Perfect. We know that the Spirit and, and the Lord are one, right? Yeah, and I think that that is really important because actually Francis Chan wrote a book about it called the Forgotten God, and that the Spirit out of the, out of the Godhead, the Trinity— the 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 one that's usually forgotten about the most is the Holy Spirit. Like I think everyone's on board with, yeah, God the Father, you know, and Jesus is God, and then the Holy Spirit. Like not a lot of people know who He is, what He does, and so uh, that scripture, I mean, is is great for that establishing that the uh, Holy Spirit is in fact God. Yeah, I mean, and and you're right. It's kind of like the redheaded stepchild. Have you ever yeah. heard that before? It's yeah. like. The one that, that nobody really wants to think about because the the spirit causes conviction and it causes thought and emotion and, and this idea of maybe I should think a little more about this, mm -hmm. you know, and I, and I don't know that people intentionally leave the spirit out, no. but it is one that they don't hold on to. Because if you yeah. hold on to Jesus, it's like, yeah, he, he did amazing things. He lived a perfect life. I can live like that. Yeah. God obviously created us by the breath of his mouth, you know, yeah. the spirit's more of, of he's going to tell you you're doing stuff wrong. Yeah. Which is always really ironic because a lot of church churches and like, I think everyone's probably said it at one time or another, you know, ask Jesus into your heart. But it's like, well, Jesus was like literally a man. Like Jesus is not the, the part of, you know, of the Trinity that's going to come and live in your heart. Like that's the Holy spirit. And so it's always really funny. Like, as Jesus into your heart, it's like, well, actually, the Holy Spirit's the one that's going to come and dwell in you, not Jesus. But uh, like we say, like the Spirit, so it it's just a lot easier to say Jesus than it is the Holy Spirit. Yeah, well, yeah, and 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 I mean that kind of brings us to the idea that they're one and the same, exactly. right? And they're 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 one and the same, and yet they're one and not the same. Yeah, exactly. And you know, before we go down this rabbit hole of trying to explain it we'll just leave it at that yeah and that that's the best explanation we have but like i said i want to look at this and and we talked about this we want to look at this through the eyes of scripture as a whole mm -hmm. 
you know, as, when we were planning for this, Bo had, had brought up the idea of the in Genesis when the spirit is over the water, right? Mm-hmm. And then at creation of man, it says God says, let us make them in our image. Yeah. I mean, he's referring to multiple. And the reality is, is that this Trinity, the, the Holy Trinity we speak of, has been there since before time began. And that's a concept that blows me away. We'll do a podcast on eventually. But yeah. it, it Jesus was there just like God was there, just the like the Spirit was there. Right, yeah. just like the Father. Yeah. And then, <laughs> see, they're that, all God. And there you yeah. go. There, yeah, that's exactly, exactly the, the point. Yeah, and this is what we kind of talked about beforehand is how the the Trinity is is and God is infinite. And we're, we're finite. We can only... Like we can't count to infinity. We can only count to as you know as far as we can count. Um, but God's infinite. It's kind of the same concept as eternity. Like we can't comprehend how long eternity is because when we think it's over, it's just begun. Same as how Jesus can be a hundred percent God and a hundred percent man at the same time. Like these are just things that we as humans can't comprehend. And this, the Trinity is almost like the pinnacle of that. Like, how can God be one, but also be three? And um, how is that not a contradiction? And, like, that's what that video is actually really good, is it explains this really well. And in it, it references a, a creed that... It, um, the Athanasian. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, creed that is kind of the best explanation for it. If uh, we're being honest, you can Google that and uh, read through it. And it explains the Trinity better than Bo or I could. Yeah, and it's been around since 237 AD, which means that it was not there during World War One. No. Wasn't there during the Civil War. Wasn't there for the Revolutionary War. Well, it was. It just wasn't written. Right, that's what I mean. It, yeah. it, it wasn't founded during these yeah. times. Yeah. If we go back another 2,000 years, we catch it, right? Yeah. That, that's what we're talking yeah. about. And to have something stand the test of time, especially something that's not part of the canon of the Scripture, mm-hmm. it has to be a good historical reference. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we want you to go read it and then live your life by it, right? No. Obviously, the Bible is what you live by. The Bible is what we preach and what we teach and what we live by. But it does help grasp the understand, grasp and understand what the, the Trinity is. Yeah, because here's and this is what's uh, interesting and important to realize about the Trinity is that from the very beginning of the church, you know, as soon as Jesus ascends into heaven, the church was trying to figure out how to explain this concept of the Trinity. Um, you know. There's not necessarily like a, a letter or a sermon written uh, in, in scripture necessarily that's like, well, let me just explain to you how this works. But we do see like Paul referencing how the spirit is um, God and Jesus is God and God the Father. And so uh, they're teaching this doctrine. We just, or I say we, but someone later on just created a word for it, Trinity. And that's why it, and it's so much easier and we don't have to uh, dive into every nuanced part of the Trinity because we can't comprehend it in the first place. And so it's a word that encompasses all of it and everyone 
knows what you're talking about. And it's the best way to explain it for us. Yeah. Make it's, it simple. Exactly. It's kind of like a generic term for the Godhead, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's what, exactly what it is. Otherwise, it's, we'd have to say God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit every time. Every and so it's time. easier just to say yeah. the Trinity. Right, right. Or if you're speaking of one and, and you misspeak, right? You're speaking of the Trinity. Mm -hmm. and, and, and obviously, if you're telling a story about Jesus on earth, you probably wouldn't want to say, well, God did this because then it gets confusing. Yeah. But in general terms, if you're going to reference God, like even when you pray, sometimes you say, you know, in the name of Jesus. Well, if you say in the name of Jesus, you mean in the name of the spirit, you mean in the name of the father. Right. Yeah. But Jesus teaches us to pray in his name. And, and it, it it's teaching us that when you pray in the name of the Lord. Yeah. Right. It, and, and that's the concept is when we preach and teach and grow through the Trinity doctrine. It's so that we can fully grasp God as humans mm -hmm. because we don't have the potential. I mean, we'll never will. Yeah. We'll stand in front of him face to face and there will be a father and there will be a son because it tells us that. Right. Christ will be there with us. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they will be one. And until that happens. We will not know how it works. And even when uh, that does happen, I don't think that we'll care anymore. Like that's what's right. so funny is trying to, you know, figure this concept out. It's like in the end, just understand what you like. You can go as deep as you want to on this issue. But what you have to remember, one, it's not a salvation issue. Like if you um, if you have a bad thought, or whatever about the Trinity, like you misunderstand something, it's not going to send you to hell because of it. But um, it's important to understand because it is, you know, you're talking about God. So like, it is important to understand it to the fullest that we can, but you're not going to fully 100% understand it. Like no one in human history has. So, right. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's why we don't see it referenced until this creed appears, the Athanasian creed, because even at the time they begin teaching the doctrine, they don't fully grasp the idea of the doctrine. Yeah. I mean, here we are 2000 years later, still trying to figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it, I mean, I mean, it goes back. I mean, think about science. Mm -hmm. Science will try to tell us things have happened over the course of billions and trillions of years. Well, carbon dating is something that someone came up with. Yeah. Right. It's not like they they went out and they found this written scroll on the ground where God was like, by the way, this is carbon dating. Yeah. You know, and so we're having to do the best we can with what we've got. Mm -hmm. And we just happen to have God's living word that we can read. And, and as I mentioned before, Second Corinthians compares God to the spirit and says they are one and the same. Mm -hmm. Yet in Matthew uh, 317, it tells us that. The God, the father is proud and is pleased of Jesus, the son. Mm -hmm. And so there we see a separation. But then at the beginning of John, the gospel, it tells us that the word became flesh and, and that flesh goes on later in John to become Jesus. Right. But it also tells us at the very beginning that the word is God and yeah. the word was with God. So the, the idea of the Trinity is all throughout scripture yeah. Yeah. And, and you can't get away from it. No. I mean, even in the Old Testament, it's it's really cool because we see the covenant with Abraham where Jesus is speaking about or where God is speaking. There I go again, mm -hmm. where God is speaking about sending his seed. Mm -hmm. 
right? He, he tells Abraham that he will make vast family, right? Mm-hmm. A, a generation after generation. But he references a seed. Well, for the longest time, everybody thought this seed was David. And that was when, before the New Testament, right? Before Jesus comes around. But then we see David reference the seed. And this seed turns out from the very beginning, from Abraham, when when God decided that these people were worth saving, right? It, it was this concept that he wanted his motion, his plan in motion at that point. So he starts to let hints in. And so we see Jesus is referenced from the beginning of Scripture in Genesis. Yeah. And I also think that part of the reason that it took and it took so long to even kind of start this teaching of the Trinity or like come up with the word Trinity is that I think most people of the time were like on board with God, the father, like they understood who God, the father was, you know, like he's throughout the entire old Testament. They, they even knew that God had a spirit, you know, like it in scripture, the old Testament talks about God's spirit going from here to there to this person, that person. But the thing was, is that they knew that a Messiah was supposed to come, but it didn't, Jesus didn't look at like what they thought the Messiah was going to look like. You know, they wanted a king, not a servant. Right. And uh, so I think that's why they completely kind of, if they would have recognized Jesus as king, they would have seen this concept of the Trinity long before. But it was because the people of the time, like they rejected Jesus. They didn't want Jesus because Jesus came as a servant, not as, you know, a king. And so uh, had the had they had their eyes open and seen what they were supposed to see, then I think they would have been 200 years ahead of time. But it took about 200 years for them to develop this concept of Trinity. Yeah, and that's that's exactly right, because even when they did see him as king, right, when he goes into Jerusalem, we call it Palm Sunday, mm-hmm. comes in triumphantly as a king, they still didn't comprehend because they were wanting somebody to overthrow Rome and to overthrow the government and change everything because their life was terrible to them. Well, that's kind of a reoccurring theme throughout scripture. We see it with the end of judges when the people tell Samuel, we want a king. And God says, I am your king. But if you want a king, I'll send you one. And we get Saul and the story of Saul and how he, he disobeys, you know, and it's this concept and, that's the sad reality. And that's kind of, I think, how we, we want to wrap this, right, mm-hmm. is as humans, all of us, every single one of us, you, me, everyone listening, we're all going to fall short mm-hmm. of understanding God's master plan. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what the Trinity doctrine is. It's truthfully his master plan. It's what he's been working on and working with since the beginning. We just didn't know that until well after Christ's death. Mm -hmm. And even today we don't comprehend it because it's not available. We can't comprehend it. Exactly. I think that's what, uh, like I said, just to kind of wrap this up and everything is just that uh, when it comes to why we teach the doctrine of the Trinity, you can call it this, um, why we call it Trinity, uh, is just because it's taught throughout Scripture. Like this concept is taught throughout scripture just someone came up with a a nice word for it that we can bundle up bundle it up into a bow and say trinity and then it encompasses everything that we don't comprehend yeah and so uh i mean i think that's 
the best way to end it right there. It's just yeah, it's a title. That's yeah. all it is. It's a title for what we already taught, yeah. what Paul taught, what Peter taught, what Jesus taught. Yeah. It's just a name. Yeah. And and I don't think you're gonna get struck by lightning if you don't want to use the term Trinity. No. I really I mean, don't. if you want to say each one individually every time, more power to you. I just I don't have the time. Yeah, I mean it's easier to say the Trinity <laughs> exactly. and, and move on, but I mean, anything else on this one? No, I think that's it. So Final thought, why do we teach the Trinity doctrine or the, the doctrine of the Holy Trinity? Because it's the title of what the Bible says. Yeah, <laughs> and because it's already found in Scripture. Yeah. Like, the doctrine is found in Scripture. The Word came later. Yeah, and then that's exactly why we teach, and like you can't see it, but air quotes here, the Trinity doctrine. Yeah, exactly. All right, we'll see you guys on the next one. Bo, anything else to finish? No, just if you have any questions, send an email to findtheanswerpodcast at gmail.com. Exactly. I knew it the whole time. <laughs> Thanks, guys.